It's easy to get caught up in what you're doing, buried in projects, tasks, commitments. It's overwhelming. Remember that productivity isn't the goal, but an imperfect means of measurement. Give yourself the space to simply be mostly productive and supercharge your success. I'm Matt Anderson, and let's explore this idea a bit more. Well, hello. I will start out with a story here for this one because I have a friend of mine with this memorable quote that he likes to use. And the quote is, planner's got a plan. And maybe not surprising, he is a planner himself. <laughs> and personally, I love chatting with him about planning things because we have very different approaches to how we plan. He is very thoughtful and very thorough in how he plans, very uh, uh, deliberate in many ways in how he puts his plans together. And I mean, personally, I like to have a plan. I love to have a plan. The plans are good things. Uh, they help us communicate and work toward a goal. But personally, I think a little bit differently when I think of a plan. And one thing that comes to mind is... In the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, uh, Captain Barbosa, Pirate Captain Barbosa, talks about the pirate code. And he talks about important piratey things like parlay and other such matters. But situationally, when someone's trying to use the code against him, he backs off and he says the code is more of a guideline than actual rule. And much like this, I look at plans as being more of a, a guideline. And rather than a rule. It's, it's not something that's immutable. It, it does help set direction, though. Uh, and when any plan is faced with real life, it is going to change. As, as perfect as you think it might be, you need to be willing to adjust the plan to meet the situation, which is directly relevant to this episode's topic, which is how do you plan something when you don't know enough to make a complete plan. And certainly in 2020, the time of this recording, trying to make plans without knowing everything that's out there or what's going to be changing in the near future, that's, that's just been a reality. So this has been such an important concept. So getting into the heart of this, I think foundationally, we just need to make sure cementing that idea that we need to be okay with a plan evolving. And this is something where I even struggle with it as I go through. I've, I've got a plan, it meets reality, and it is frustrating when it starts to not work out. And kind of fueling that frustration into trying to find how it can change or what can I be changing to be able to improve this now that I'm, I'm facing reality with it. It's really part of a growth mindset as part of that foundation. You don't necessarily have to have all the experience or know everything, but your willingness to be uh, continually learning from what you're doing and changing that future based on what you learn becomes really important. Now, let's be clear. Now, by plans, I'm not talking about instructions. And I think for an example of this, I think of you know, the plans for assembling my kid's bicycle. You know, that is a plan of sorts, but it's really instructions. The exact steps become really important. 
And this applies to more than just kids' recreational equipment. And, you know, that that type of very specific guidance on, on a, almost a formula of exactly what you should be doing, that's not the kind of plan that I'm saying you should just throw out the window. These are different things. What I'm talking about is these kind of plans where there isn't an exact instruction that you can follow. And for some of these, this this type of planning works really well for the everything from little things into big things that might span multiple years. It's something that can adapt to both of those scopes as part of it. So if I think of, there's a, a I was part of a mentorship program uh, back in the early 2010s, and I had a mentee. There's a discussion that sticks out to me quite a bit. Uh, he had this interest in going into real estate for nonprofits. And you know he and I had a discussion around that, and I don't have any real expertise around that. And neither did he, but he knew it was something he was interested in. But he was trying to get his head around, like, what, what can I even do? You know, what can he even do to get himself ready for that type of future? So we had a bit of a discussion where we, you know, made sure like that he knew his goal, which he did, you know, real estate, nonprofits. And we started working backwards from if he was doing that, say 10 years from now, if we work backwards, what were the things that he had to do to be able to get there? Well, he needed, in the big picture sense, he needed experience in real estate and he needed experience in nonprofits. And, you know, both of those start to become a little bit more specific of giving ideas of what it was that he could go do for, you know, getting experience in both real estate and nonprofits. He could, uh, you know, start by figuring out what questions he needed to have answered in both of those, you know, could start talking to people, flex his network a little bit. Uh, you know, talk to someone with experience in real estate. And in fact, that is somewhere where, you know, I did have some ideas and connections and people he could just go talk to, to figure out which way is up. Because sometimes when you're putting together a plan, you really don't know what you don't know. You have to have those conversations. But, you know, maybe there's not a perfect resource to be able to talk about real estate and nonprofits, or at least not one directly available. But if you can start getting to things that are close to both of those, you might be able to find one that that checks both of those boxes or at least go and, and check those boxes on your own to be able to bring them together. And generally for this, especially trying to get some of that early information, people generally like helping others. You know, So if you, you can make it easy on them by having some specific questions or concepts or that why you're pinging them with some of those uh, those types of questions or ideas or just helping get your head around it, generally people are very willing to be able to talk about that kind of thing as long as you ask in the right way. Now, if that thing is something where, you know, maybe it's not quite as concrete as, as my example with my mentee there, but you're trying to even understand what, what that future is, or it's, it's just a concept you're having a hard time even putting your own head around. I like to take a quote from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure for this one, which is, the only true wisdom consists of knowing that you know nothing. 
And well, I mean, I think of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, but it's really a Socrates quote. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, you know how my how my brain puts things together. But if you really don't know anything, that's okay. We're at a, a point in time where being able to get those first steps, those ideas, or even see if somebody has followed a path similar to or, or asked questions similar to what you are looking for and might have chartered part of a path uh, on their way and told a story, a bunch of that stuff exists out on the internet in the form of blog posts and articles and uh, YouTube videos, you know, all sorts of different resources that are just a few keystrokes or a simple voice search away. I find that for a lot of these things, someone usually has explored the path. Maybe there's a, a nuance where I want to do something a little bit differently or our background is different, but there's a lot to be able to learn from other people who have started following that path in order to be able to put together that foundation of your plan, to be able to get enough of a plan in place to be able to get moving. And then lastly in this is looking for those opportunities to be able to take the steps toward that goal in a way where you reduce the amount of uh, you know potential for wasted time by picking a stretch project, some sort of other related project that's important to you, whether it's in work or in your personal life, that will also give you some of the experience that seems to be, you know, on that path in that plan of where you're looking to go. You know, and part of it is once you once you've kind of uh, looked at this general plan, of how you're going to get somewhere. You can start to see what some of the different milestones are or check boxes that you want to be able to check off. So then as ideas present themselves or opportunities present themselves, uh, and this is one where, you know, at a workplace, if there are, you know, lots of, there's, there's never a shortage of work of stuff that could be done. Uh, and looking for those opportunities where not only can you help a greater cause of something at a workplace, but also to be able to help meet that need or, or get some learning that's going to be able to help this other idea you have or, or path that you're exploring or trying to make your way down. Um, you know, that means that, you know, shoot, maybe even you, you start down a path and you realize this isn't for me at least the some of those things that you've been doing uh, aren't looked back at as a, a complete waste. And I know for me that can be disheartening if I if I you know start down a path and I do a bunch of work at something, I realize oh, I don't want to do this. And it seems like you know everything that I've done on my way to that has been uh, like a waste. And uh, in that in that spirit, trying to find the, the different ways so that you can, you know, vet and start making, you know, vet your ideas, start making progress on, you know, putting your plan into place, but being ready to listen, respond to that feedback, which, you know, could be a, a very hard turn or a sharp turn if, if it really doesn't seem like the right path at all, or just more minor adjustments along the way. But all of these get back to that central idea of, you know, if you don't know enough, there are 
paths away. Uh, if you don't know enough to make a complete plan, there are ways to be able to explore that path, to be able to identify some of those milestones and get that general plan in place and then be ready and aware and know that my plan isn't going to be perfect. It can't be perfect, but it can be the perfect plan for right now. And as long as you go into it with that spirit of listening, learning, and adapting, that perhaps incomplete plan can be a really great way to continue moving, to continue making progress. So let me know, is this something that you are doing or that seems like you're blocked in some other way that I didn't bring up? I'd be happy to address that in a Q&A in a future show. Uh, you can reach me through mostlyproductive.com with all the different ways to get in touch with me for that Q&A. And speaking of Q&A, as I've been socializing with some people in my network that I'm getting going with another productivity podcast, I'd just like to start by saying thanks so much for the positive reinforcement and, and feedback on that as, as I've brought up the topic. Uh, it just brings me so much energy to hear that kind of encouragement from folks, uh, and I appreciate that. So uh, the one question that has come up just conversationally is, how often are you going to be doing this podcast, Matt? Is it going to be a daily, a weekly, a monthly? Uh, you've done some different formats before, and I just I want to know. So at least at this point, my plan for the podcast is to go bi-weekly. It'll give me enough flexibility to get podcasts recorded in a thoughtful way and uh, to be able to get them out there. I have a lot of irons in the fire right now, and this is just a passion project that I want to make sure that as I am making time for it and prioritizing it, I don't want to put myself in a, a tough position where I overcommit to trying to have too much content that I'm pushing out in too short of a period of time. Uh, part of this uh, for me is just going through the, the process and recommitting to putting these episodes out there and making sure that I have the, the appropriate amount of prep that's going into them and it's not too much off the cuff. So we'll start at that bi-weekly. We'll see how that goes. And uh, the other uh, thing that uh, is along those same lines is my, my thought on this is I have a, a variety of topics that are planned that I want to go into and I'm thinking of this being a, uh, a set amount of episodes, like I don't intend to have this go on uh, f uh, indefinitely. Um, I definitely have a target list of topics that I want to be able to go through. And then I may have a couple of little, you know, things where I, I spread out from there and have other topics that come up where I have to go a little bit more into detail based on some feedback around those. Um, and, and in that way, I, I will definitely, you know, it's not like I know there will be, you know, exactly 30 episodes or something like that, but I do have a specific list of things that I want to get through. And then in the midst of that, I'm going to be bringing in some, uh, conversations, at least hopefully with some people to be able to go deeper into a couple of those specific topics or concepts as well. So 
a little bit on feedback there. And again, thanks everybody for your early encouragement since uh, at the time that those conversations happened, there have been literally uh, no recordings uh, that I've done beyond a uh, the, the recording of an intro episode that hasn't even dropped yet. So with that in mind, it is time for me to sign off. Please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Check out the website, mostlyproductive.com. And it's okay to be mostly productive.